Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. And welcome to our Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been along for the ride, I want to say welcome back and thank you so much for your support. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm really excited to be speaking with my next guest who is here to support me today to round out my gratitude series. Today, we're talking with Kathy Jo Boyd, who goes by CJ to her friends. She's a former cafe owner turned women's empowerment mentor. She used to introduce herself as just a wife, a mom of seven children, and a former cafe owner, never realizing how self-deprecating that was. The loss of her cafe during the pandemic, the dissolution of her 21-year marriage, and her youngest child leaving for the Air Force all within six months was a pivotal moment in her life. Rather than become another statistic, CJ chose to create her identity aside from the past labels society and she herself had imposed. This led CJ to co-founding Queen by Design with the mission to help empower women to release their limiting beliefs about their value and remember who they are. She enables women to build courage and self-belief to accomplish anything they desire in life. I really love what she's doing, and I'm very excited to get this conversation rolling. So welcome, CJ. I'm happy to have you on the show today and for you being the one to help me close out this gratitude series. I'm so excited to be here, and there's nothing better than gratitude, so I'm glad that I get to be part of this. Yes. So before we start, I would love it if you could share just a little bit more about Queen by Design, what led you to create it, the why behind it, and what you hope to accomplish with this mission that you're on. And then we'll dive into today's topic around gratitude. All right. So Queen by Design, it was a pivotal moment in my life. Like I said, when my cafe closed, my marriage ended and my youngest son was leaving for the Air Force because I self-identified with all those labels based upon the roles that I had been taking on my whole entire life. And so when all those things got taken away inside that little bit of time, I was like, okay, at the age of 50, I had no idea who I was, who is CJ outside of the label of wife or mom or, you know, business owner. And I was like, I need to do something to figure out who I am. So I really took a little bit of time and I sat with myself and I asked myself the hard questions. What did I want out of my life? Who did I want people to think I was? And then who did I want to be? You know, for 50 years, I did all the things that were for everybody else. And it was that point in time in my life when I was like, okay, I really need to decide where I'm going from here because I've always been tied to somebody else. And now it's my time to really decide who I am and I can recreate myself at any point in time. And I've also thought I need to lead by example for my daughters. I have four adult daughters. And I was like, I always tell them you can be absolutely anything that you want to be in your life. You can recreate yourself. Nobody gets to tell you who you need to be or who you should be. You get to do that for yourself. And it really landed with 
with me when I was like, okay, but I'm not leading by example. How can I tell my daughters to be who they are and speak their truth and do the things if I'm not really doing that for myself? So uh, again, I sat with myself and I asked myself, what do you really want out of your life? When people say, who is CJ? What would you like for them to answer outside of that, you know, label of whatever I was at that point in time? So that's when Queen by Design came about because I'm like, each one of us have this queen inside of us. It, we don't have to wear a tiara or whatever. There are queens who wear flannel or sit in their pajamas and work off their computer all day long. We all are queens. And it doesn't have to be this regal thing where you're dressed to the nines and hair and makeup and all airbrushed and polished, but you get to be who you are. And it was very important for me because everybody out there on the internet, not everybody, but a lot of people are like, oh, step into the person you want to become, be her now. And it's like, no, don't become someone else because then you're still falling into that category of trying to be something for somebody else. It's really an, a matter of us remembering who we are as women, as human beings, as just individual humans on this earth. It's to remember who we are and then to hone in on those skills and what's most important, what's most valuable to us. And that's what I wanted women who come into my program, Queen by Design, to realize that they are the queen and they get to decide who that queen shows up as. Yeah. And I love what you were saying about when people are saying stepping into being that person. I still think, yes, I understand the concept behind what they're saying, but I think it really also is being authentically true to what really lights you up, like to be something as someone else might say as a suggestion to you to step into that role may not align with what you want. Like, you know, a lot of people think, and maybe they're even feeling like they're less than, or their life isn't going to be considered good enough because they're dream, their hope and goal for hopes and dreams, I should say, for their life might be to be the best mom, having the best life for her children and her family, the best experiences, creating that deeper level family bonds and having that. And then they're, when they go out and have children on their own, keeping that family unit, that could be her measure of success as a woman. It doesn't mean that that just because she's not going out and building a business somewhere, maybe she loves her job. Maybe she loves what she's doing. Maybe that's her calling. And when she decides to step away from it, that's okay. But her real hope and dream, her goal is maybe having those traditional, like you've heard the stories of people who would have those family dinners every Sunday that everyone would gather around the table on Sundays and talk about life. And that would be her measure of success. So I love that you brought it back to that because a lot of the time, I think people are always looking at, well, what is a measure of success? It means, is it, does it mean that you have to go out and build something different so that it stands out? But it doesn't have to be that. So I really love what queen by design really is meant to. It's like, it's honing in on who you are and, and being able to love that version of you. And of course, if we want to make changes to our life, that's okay too. But doing it for us and not for external things like other people telling us that that's what it should be, right? Absolutely. And I, that's the most important part is us remembering who we are and what really brings us joy and what really makes us love our life. It doesn't have to be measured by anybody else's parameters. It's what we really want to be and do and have in our life. And it's an individual thing. It's not a barometer against someone else's expectations. 
Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for sharing that. So let's talk gratitude. I have a series of questions I'd like to ask you. And I think it's just really just to kind of get this gauge around gratitude. So I think a lot of people, I've had even clients saying to me that they didn't fully understand gratitude and, and what it really even meant. And I think it was that they couldn't really understand what it meant for them because of what was going on in their life. So in your experience, how can cultivating gratitude help empower women to overcome challenges and limitations? Well, I think it's important for women to be in a space where if you're going through some horrible, horrific thing in your life, people are like, well, how can I be grateful that I got a divorce? Guess what? You need to be grateful for every single thing in your life. Everything has brought you to that point because the divorce, maybe it's that pivotal moment in your life where it's like, okay, here's where you get to stop acting in a way that's not in alignment and in integrity with your values and your morals. And here's where you get to stand in your truth and do the thing. So being in gratitude for every single situation that you've been put in, everything that's come to you, every person that's been in your life, whether they're, you label them good, bad, or other, gratitude for every single thing brings you more of the things that you really want in your life. And in being gratitude, for me, personally, I one of those things where, you know, I had a crappy childhood and I could be like, oh, well, with me, I had a crappy childhood and my dad was a jerk and blah, blah, blah. But no, I'm like, I'm grateful that I had two parents in my home for a limited amount of time. I'm grateful that my dad's behavior and actions has taught me what I don't want my spouse or my father of my children to behave and act like. So it's just a matter of really being grateful and finding that one little tiny thing in every situation that's like, oh, wait, I can flip the switch on this and I can look at it from a different perspective. And it doesn't have to be necessarily labeled as a bad or a negative. This is something that gives me the choice to make a different decision in my life and have choices to do something different. Yeah. And it does come down to having choices, but I think a lot of the time there's that maybe resistance to being able to choose because maybe, especially as a woman, you have seven children, which this is something I guess I'm learning about you that I didn't know. But I mean, to have uh, as many children as you do, and then being able to think like, okay, I, I'm grateful for that, you know, each of my children like that, I'm sure is every every moment that when you had a, a new baby come into your world, you were grateful for that. But then all of a sudden, your focus can shift to your children. And maybe then you forget about you. So I really think it's important that women bring it back to themselves. Like, yes, you have a family. Yes, you children are important. Yes, your significant other, if you have that person in your life, is important. But you also, too, are important because what that does is it shows your family that you're showing them modeling the behavior of what it looks like to put yourself first because again putting yourself first helps you to fill your cup helps you to feel good about you helps you show up as the best version of yourself in all situations and that shows them oh this is how you do it you're giving them that that roadmap so I really appreciate that answer that you gave me so thank you so my next question is what daily gratitude practice or has been the most beneficial for you personally and how has it impacted your mindset for me personally every single morning when I wake up before I even open my eyes when I wake up I lay there in my bed and just I'm grateful for everything it's like okay I put my hand on my heart and I'm like my heart is beating 
I have another day to be alive. And then it's like, I'm thankful for my eyes because when I know when I open my eyes, I'm going to get to see all the beauty that surrounds me. I'm grateful for being able to hear, you know, the furnace lighting and the heat coming out of the register. I'm grateful to hear the squirrels in the air conditioner above my bed. It's laying there and really just being in gratitude for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And it's not, it doesn't have to be these major huge things. I think a lot of times we forget to be grateful for the things that we take for granted, like our health, like our heart beating, like being able to see and hear and speak and, you know, get up and move and go to the bathroom to brush our teeth. You know, it's a matter of being grateful for those things and not taking anything for granted because you know what, there's so many people this morning that are like, Oh, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. And guess what? They didn't wake up this morning. I did. So I'm totally grateful for that. And being in gratitude has really changed my mindset because it's reminding me every time I'm grateful for something, I can't be in a negative mode because I can't be in gratitude and negative at the same time. So I'm choosing to be in gratitude and feel good about the things that I have in my life and who I am instead of focusing on, oh, oh, I stubbed my toe when I got out of bed. No, it's focusing and flipping the switch and being in that mindset of things are amazing. I'm alive. Wow. What a gift. Yeah. I love that. And what I love about that practice that you have before even getting out of your bed is like you are going through your senses and giving thanks because really when you think about it, even like the sense of being able to see, to hear, to feel, to smell, to touch things. Really, I think you're right. We take it for granted that they're part of our life, but there are people in this world who actually don't have access to some of the senses. So actually being grateful yourself in those moments, bringing it back to like, I have a lot to be grateful for, even if the things I don't that I want to enhance my life haven't been fulfilled yet, I still have a lot going for me right now. It's bringing that focus back to it. So I I think it's important that we remember that. And yeah, I just I I wrote down something else, but I can't read my writing. So that's okay. (laughs) But I was so, so excited. But I really I just I love that because I think For me too, it's like giving that thanks to God for another day that wasn't promised, but I ended up waking up again this morning and being able to say, thank you. I don't know what today looks like, but I know that I can lean on you to guide me through it and being grateful for that because that's so important is just giving thanks for another day. Like you said, it's not promised. And so if you can look at each day as a gift and give thanks for all of the things that you have that you might take for granted, as an example, you said that brushing the teeth, yeah, it just brought me back to that. Um, I watched Survivor last night. I've been watching the new season of Survivor and they had the Survivor auction. They brought it back. They hadn't had it for eight years and they brought it back. And one of the items on the table was toothbrush, toothpaste, and mouthwash. Now you can imagine being out there without any of these things that you take for granted that you have when you're at home, being able to just simply wash your face, brush your teeth, have a shower. And so I can imagine in the moment of just having that when the person who got it uh, was able to actually put toothpaste in their mouth for the first time in like days, it it would have been several days, I think 16 days had passed. So imagine that being able to brush your teeth, but just bringing it back to the focus of wow, I took this for granted before and maybe going forward, I won't take that for granted anymore. So I, I appreciate that you brought that to the conversation. So when you are coaching women, what unique obstacles to embracing gratitude do you encounter and how do you encourage them to develop gratitude despite maybe the obstacles that they're focusing on? 
I, I always like to bring them back to the present moment. Like if you can be present in what you have right now and be grateful for everything that you're in right now, it really puts things into perspective. So let's take, for instance, somebody's gone through a horrible, nasty divorce. And they're like, well, I hate my ex. I can't stand him. Da, 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 da. If you have children, you need to be grateful for that person because you together created a child. You love your child more than anything in this world. If he wasn't there in the picture, you would not have your child. When there's a reason why you fell in love with that person and married them in the first place. And I think a lot of times as spouses, we forget to be grateful for the good parts of our spouses and celebrate the things that we do love about them and that we're happy about. But most women don't do that. They go in and they focus on the negativity and the horrible things that they did. And I try to bring them back and go, okay, but it takes two to tango. What in that situation, what is your ownership? What is your part in that? What is your responsibility? Could you have done things differently for yourself? Could have you loved yourself enough to set boundaries with him? Because then maybe if you had done that, things would have got to the point where they are. So I try to bring women back to, it's not all about the other person. We have to be personally accountable and take responsibility for our own actions and our own behaviors and our own part of things. And a lot of times if we're grateful for the little tiny things that maybe isn't a big deal. Like maybe he opened your door for you. Did you say thank you? Probably not. You probably just got in the car and slammed it because you're pissed at him for whatever he's done in the last two weeks, two months, whatever. But when we start really honing in on the things that we're grateful for, not only for ourselves, but for that person too, it kind of flips things into a different role and a different perspective because there's always something about everybody that you can be in gratitude for. Even if you're angry or upset with somebody, there's something, there's some part of, of that person's characteristics, personality, or whatever that brought you to them in the first place. And so there's always something that you can go back to, to be grateful for and hone in on that. Because again, if you're grateful for something, you can't think negative because those two are like opposite ends of the magnet. Yeah. I like that you, you talked about that. I think too, it's emotional awareness too. Like a lot of the time for myself in the very beginning, when I first started going through self-development, before I started down that journey, I remember that a lot of my patterns were, were focused around responding to any situation, especially within my marriage from that emotional place. And I think that's when you, if if it's becoming coming from, I used to call it my, I call it now my wounded self. Uh, I would, I was responding from that place. And I know that I was responding from that place, but I couldn't help myself not to, because I felt I was always in my feelings. And it was going through self-development that I'm being able to learn to love the person that I am, because I wasn't loving that the, the person that I am. I knew there were a lot of things about me that needed to be healed. And when I did that, it's, I started then discovering how I was usually responding from when things would trigger me. And a lot of that was just going back to my past and seeing like, oh, the reason why I respond this way towards my husband around a specific area is because of some form of trauma, if you will. It doesn't have to be major trauma, but something that felt traumatic at the time was influencing how I was responding in the present. And so learning to be able to recognize that, to be able to shift those patterns away from responding from that place. So I think it's important too, that we understand as women, like we have to own that part of ourselves because it's who we are. And if we are responding from that place, is there, there's ways obviously to get through it, but it's just being open to 
being open to it, being open to the possibility, being open to the process. And I think it takes work. And I think that the, this new program that you have, this Queen by Design, is really going to help women through obstacles like that, emotional obstacles, if you will, being able to help them see like, oh, there's solutions to everything instead of like looking at the obstacle in front of them. So I really appreciate that. I wanted to ask you to go back a little bit on what you had mentioned earlier about divorce, because we know part of your journey was that you had um, a a marriage that had um, dissolved after 21 years. And I want to ask you, how can you help other women, especially if they have maybe had difficult experiences like divorce, how do you help them express that gratitude to be really grateful, to really express gratitude and appreciation, not not necessarily all just in their romantic relationships, but even in their relationships with their children and with people outside of their home? Because I think that's where, it, you know, you can either revert in, in, inward and not be able to allow yourself to heal and then allow yourself to have every response come from that negative space. But I truly believe that there is a way to use gratitude. And I'm just curious, how do you help women through that? Well, I think it goes back to the the whole idea of, you know, a lot of times women get into a marriage or a relationship and they're like, oh, he's going to complete me. He's going to fulfill my every need. He's going to make me happy. I need him to feel good about myself. When in reality, women who go through divorce, I tell them you have to sit down and you have to Think about your part that you played in this relationship. Did you go into this with unrealistic expectations, expecting him to make you happy, to fulfill your every need, to jump through hoops, to fulfill expectations that are most often not spoken? They're unwritten expectations that you have based upon a lifetime of relationships, of your upbringing as a child, all these things, your parents' marriage and family dynamics, your grandparents, everything comes into that. And I I have women just sit down and go, okay. Let's take it off the table and not look at what he did or did not do. Look within yourself. And we go through this series of introspection and like, okay, what did I bring to this marriage? Did I have past relationships that I hadn't dealt with, that I hadn't healed? And that's, you know, it's I'm coming from a place of been there, done that. Because uh, when I was 16, I got engaged. I only dated one guy in high school, got married to him, had my first child when I was 19, had my second child when I was 20. We ended up getting a divorce because he was the same person as my father that I hadn't dealt with. So we ended up getting a divorce. It was an ugly, nasty thing. And then I fell in love with my husband, who is the father of my three other children. And it was a lifetime of things. You kind of just put things under the rug and you're like, oh, love is going to save everything. And this is my soulmate and everything's great and fine and hunky-dory. And it's great for a decade, a couple decades. But then it's all those little things that I had dealt with in my past that I brought to this marriage that we never talked about. And it's like, you have to really be able to sit with yourself and go, okay, I'm grateful that my dad beat the crap out of me when I was a child because it told me what I didn't want to have happen. I'm grateful that my mom kind of just stepped back and let all this stuff happen because she thought love cured everything. And now as an adult, I'm realizing those are things that I couldn't deal with as a child because I'm a child. I can't do anything to change those situations. But now as an adult, when I'm sitting and I'm looking back at it and going, wow, that really taught me something. I can be grateful for the fact that my dad behaved in that manner. Do I like it? Do I have to forgive him? Do I have to love him? No, that's a choice that I get to make, but I get to know that his behavior, his treatment, his actions made me realize what I don't want to 
allow in my marriage with my spouse, with my, the father of my children and going forward. So I get to say, this is a stopping point. Here's where we get to just take a breath. And what I want women to understand is that you, when you own your part, being in gratitude for those things and being grateful for you to have the ability to make that choice, that's so empowering. And that's what women need. They need to be empowered and gratitude gives you your power back. When you're saying, yeah, that was a crappy situation, but wow, I get to look at it from this point and it did bring me to this realization. That's awesome. And so for women to understand that taking back your power, being in gratitude for the things that not necessarily were great things, but they gave you a pivotal point and a stopping point in your life where you're like, okay, I get to decide, do I get to choose something different and go in a different way? Or do I get to say, never mind, I'm going to keep giving back, giving away my power and be in this mode and in this mindset and continue to wallow in that for the rest of my life. You get to decide and being gratitude for that capability to make that decision and make that choice just really allows women to start taking back their power. And that's the beauty of gratitude. It's empowering you to be able to do something that you want, that you have control over when you, it's a time in your life when you feel like everything's out of control. Yeah. And I think then too, when we take ownership of that, of the things from our past, we can look at it from a place where it doesn't define who we are today. It's just part of the journey. And I think that's where a lot of people still hold on to shame because I think it's definitive of the person that they are, maybe because they stayed in a difficult relationship for a long time, but it doesn't. It just is an experience that you went through, and unfortunately, for maybe a little bit longer than if you had given yourself the permission to step away from it, but that's okay. It's your journey, and now you get to use it to be able to help other people. And you can then start showing your kids, especially in your relationships with your children, that you can be grateful for the things that happened that were not pleasant because it showed you your resiliency and it showed you what you what you didn't want. And most importantly, it showed you what you do want. So I really appreciate that. So thanks so much for that. And now for my last question. So as founder of Queen by, of Queen by Design, you're focusing on empowering women. How have you seen cultivating gratitude help your mission by enabling women to rediscover their inherent value and lead their extraordinary lives? For me, it's a matter of sitting with that woman and just watching their light come back on. Like it's kind of like that flip of a switch. The light bulb comes on like, wow, I get to decide. I get to choose. I don't have to resign myself to life being the way that it's always been. I can have something different in my life. And when you're starting to be gratitude for every single thing that you've been in, your childhood, your marriages, your failed marriages, jobs that you loved, jobs that you hated, you know, arguments that you've had, people that you've come into contact with, when you're in gratitude for every single thing in your life, life opens up and all these amazing opportunities start to come to these women. And it's like when they're in gratitude for where they are right now, present in this moment, then they say, yes, I'm capable. I'm worthy. I'm valuable. I love myself and I'm grateful for everything that is me. Then the world kind of like opens up to them. You know, it's cliche, the world's your oyster. But when you're grateful for everything that you've had up to this point, so many amazing opportunities come 
up. And I have women reach out to me. They're like, wow, you won't believe this. So-and-so sent me a message today. And this is what they said. And I have been wanting to talk to this person forever. And it's one of those things when like, when you love yourself and you're grateful for yourself, people see that. People see your light lit up. People gravitate to women whose light is on, whose energy is high. You, you can tell that you love yourself. People want to be around that. People don't want to be around the people who are like, oh my God, what was me? Life sucks. You know? Yeah. A lot of times in the beginning, we never, you come together with those people because it's like, that's what you know. And that's your safety and that's your comfort. And you want to complain about the crap that you're going through. But when you stop doing that and you push away from that and you surround yourself with other people who are grateful and the people start gravitating to you that your light is on and you're happy and you're joyful and you are in gratitude your life takes on a totally different meaning. And I just want to take a side note for me, you know, my marriage ended 21 years. When I stepped back and I was like, okay, I need to be grateful for this. And I started remembering all the things that I was grateful for about my husband. And I started remembering all the things that I could be grateful for. And, and I started flipping the switch and I started my light coming back on. I chose to turn my light back on. Guess what? He worked on his shit too. And we came back together because we knew we were meant to be together. We knew we were, you know, it's cliche soulmates, but we knew that that's where we were meant to be. And we were apart for a year and a half working on our personal crap, but we came back together and got remarried. And we've been together almost three years now. And it's been amazing, but it's also one of those things where it's like, we're grateful that we took that break from one another and worked on our own stuff. And we're grateful for all the nasty stuff that we said to one another and all the horrible things that happened in that time period, because it made us realize how important being, you know, our individual selves is in a marriage too. So it's just one of those things where you're grateful for everything and you have to flip the switch and just be in gratitude for all the stuff, because guess what? You're alive. You get to feel pain. You get to feel upset. You get to feel that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. You get to feel remorse. You get to feel all those things. And guess what? Those things, when you're grateful for being able to feel them, more amazing stuff opens up and happens to you because you're in gratitude for all of it. And it's just one of those grounding moments where it brings you back to the present. And that's what I think that most women, they need to be in the present moment. They need to feel all the feels, go through all the emotions, have all the laughter, the joy, the tears, all the things. Never think that you can't do those things. And when you allow yourself to do them and then sit in gratitude for the ability to do those things, your life takes on a whole different meaning. Yeah, I love that. CJ, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your perspective on on gratitude, especially the empowerment part of it. Your mission, I love your mission where you're helping women rediscovering their self-worth and and helping them to lead extraordinary lives because that is really what we're here to do is to live quality life. And I'm grateful that our paths crossed. I'm equally grateful that you're the one to help me close out this series around gratitude and season one of my podcast. I am so happy to have been here and I appreciate that so, so much. I cannot wait for season two. Yeah, me neither. I am looking forward to it. And to our listeners, I hope CJ's wisdom helps you recognize your own inner power. When you embrace gratitude, anything is possible. Be sure to check the show notes for details on CJ's coaching and Queen by Design if you want to continue exploring gratitude as a tool for empowerment. Her work makes such an important difference. Remember, gratitude is not just a phrase, but a feeling. And when you live from that truth, understanding that focusing on all that you have and all that you are given you will recognize that you have so much to be grateful for and you'll tap into gratitude in amazing ways. 
Here's wishing you all continued health and happiness, a fantastic holiday season, and I will be back next January for a brand new season with more incredible women who are doing extraordinary things. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep building your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to ElectroCast.com and join our community today. ElectroCast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Electric acid.